You've seen it? Seen. Oh, Mark. Uh, oh, the room? The room! Have I, have I seen the, the room? No, I've seen the remake. What are you talking about? Of course I've seen the room. It's so great. It's oh. the best worst movie it's ever. The best worst movie. Hey everyone, oh. welcome back to another episode of Strong Talk with me, your host, Mitch, and we have back the nutritional master themselves, Liz Williams. Well, thank you. I don't know if I would say master, but well, I'll take the... Master in the area of right. Fort Worth Strong. You are yes. our resident nutritional expert. Yes. Can you cut that out? No, just kidding. Cut, cut it. I can't cut anything out. My, this is all going to be like... My lack of confidence. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, we keep it authentic. You would keep it authentic. But that's a great, actually, a topic to get us into what I want to discuss today okay. is how do you navigate the confidence of prioritizing nutrition when confidence is something that is... Um, fleeting or it's like the big purple dragon and we can mm -hmm. never really hold on to it for so long or it does kind of ebb and flow but how do you maintain consistency in what you eat or in your approach to nutri nutrition when you have fluctuating levels of confidence mm. are we talking specifically confidence in like in what specific like my body image or are we talking about as a nutrition coach my Ooh, work let's start let's keep let's start individual so then okay, like great. body image first then expand out to uh, coaching awesome okay so my confidence in my body i think that does fluctuate right for everybody um but do i need to like yell into the microphone can you no. hear me okay um so I would say, I, I think we talked about this last time, but um, since even coming to Fort Worth Strong especially, um, my body image has actually improved quite a bit just because I notice way less time spent looking in the mirror and like analyzing my body or looking to see if my butt's bigger or, you know, like that's always been the goal, right? Is to get the, the dump truck, right? But, you know, it. anyways. <laughs> um, and, An absolute dump truck. <laughs> yes. Um, try to get lean, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And coming to Fort Worth Strong, we started to, like, because the coaches all prioritize performance. Um, mm -hmm. So being in that environment already made it a lot of a lot easier. And then also not having mirrors everywhere to, like, look at yourself while you're in between sets, you know, and see if, if the dump truck's bigger in just 10 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, um, and, then, and then I recently started, so body image has already been much improved. Um, just focusing on what I can do, which is what I preach to my clients a lot too, is just, you know, taking the, all the stress and the power of weight loss, trying to take, trying to make sure that the weight loss doesn't have all the power over you and you're improving other aspects of your health. So making sure you're getting stronger, focusing on getting excited about lifts and things like that so that it's just a more enjoyable time. So I do that with my own training as well. Um, and then I haven't set like a, aesthetic goal in since I've been here so almost two or a year and a half two years um and then I recently started jujitsu which has just been I won't get into that because I could talk forever but that's just been a whole other amazing thing to you know focus on and I don't even 
I'm just not even worried about what I look like at this point. You know, it's just like, I want to be strong, move quick and start to get better at what I'm doing. So, Mm -hmm. um, the confidence in my body image really hasn't been every now and then you look at the mirror and you're like, dang, you know, like, am I, am I doing this and that? And then I just realize I I try to bring it back to, okay, if I'm going to preach all day that, you know, fat isn't bad and you know what you look like is just so irrelevant to everything else in life Mm -hmm. um it's easier for me to bring myself back to like my core values i guess Mm -hmm. and just like Mm -hmm. what's really important um so that hasn't been too bad um and then with my my business that's a whole other thing (laughs) that's supposed to we have to go into that tune in for part two (laughs) right next week (laughs) yeah no that that is definitely well i'm my own boss so that already adds a layer of like no one's reassuring you you know Mm -hmm. so um I have people on Instagram reassuring me all the time which is nice (laughs) like you're you're making a difference and things like that um but yeah I think just not having someone to guide you and tell you you're doing what you're supposed to be doing is definitely difficult so it's hard to have the confidence Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and when I get down on that I think I just you know I try to make a list of the things I'm doing really well which Mm. is what I have my clients do. So I just, again, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have my clients do this, maybe I should be doing it too. So I make a list of the things I'm doing really well at and the things I know I can improve on Mm. and what I'm not doing very well. Like I know what I'm not doing. Um, And then I take take a, a really small step forward if it's like, you know, I'm supposed to be messaging people to get clients. Uh, messaging three people instead of aiming for 10 or five or something like that, right? Mm. So Mm -hmm. very similar to what I have my clients do too. So just trying to get out of my head. Yeah. Take action. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I definitely think getting out of our head, particularly around food and around Mm -hmm. eating Mm -hmm. from a place of uh, I got to eat or I got to make X amount of calories, Mm -hmm. X amount of macros. Mm -hmm. um, I totally missed your question, didn't I? Did I go around it? No. Oh, I hit it. You answered. Yeah. You. (laughs) I was like, did you ask me about nutrition specifically? Bullseye. But, um, yeah, I think in that regard, it. What I'm, what I'm so impressed with as you, as a nutrition coach, and what I see from you sharing on social media, and just a lot of, the fitness industry that I'm interested in is this departure from. If it fits your macros, like mm-hmm. a strange, uh, a stringent attachment to the idea yes. that uh, nutrition equals dieting, mm-hmm. when, and we're growing into this mindset that nutrition is fueling the life that you want to live, and versus eating so I look a certain way. Absolutely, yeah. Shifting to the performance, right, um, and the abundance mm-hmm. of that performance. Yes. What is what is distill down your philosophy of nutrition into a single sentence right now? Oh three, two, one, go. Oh God, no. I should have, that's one I need. I need like three weeks in advance. No, I was kidding. Did you not get my email? Uh, oh shoot. No, no. <laughs> I did not send Liz an email. Um, oh. Or dun, dun, you know dun, what? Dun. Here's the, we're going to figure this out together okay, right great. now. Great. What your philosophy of nutrition is. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I don't know how to narrow. I feel like I rambled too much. I can't come down to one. That's why one we're here. Sentence. We're gonna we're gonna start we're ramble gonna, and then get great, it to distill great. it down to a single sentence. Um, okay, so I think that my philosophy would be 
my to like in in relation to my business like what i what i am like my I, I think I, it's just it's a it's an incredibly broad question so i think okay, you can start so, wherever so i don't think this is a philosophy though um this is like my call to action or something i want to help as many Mm-hmm. I say women just because that's primarily who I work with, but really people. I mm-hmm. want to help as many people um, find the, well, heal their relationship with food, but find, like you said, I love the word abundance, mm-hmm. just trying to find how to make nutrition fit within their lifestyle. And um, most of the time, a lot of my clients come wanting to heal their relationship with food. So mm. just trying to um, find the fun in food again and um, finding ways for nutrition to, like taking the stress out of nutrition as well, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a philosophy. No, we got it right here. Okay, 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 okay. Um, um, nutrition with Liz, finding the fun and healing food one meal at a time. I love that. I'm gonna write that. Well, I'll, I'll listen to the podcast and write it yes. down. <laughs> do, you, do you listen? What's your favorite episode? Okay. Um, yeah, because I think that that's like, especially where we are now in the world, and I think we talked about this our last episode mm-hmm. as well, of the concept of body positivity, mm-hmm. body neutrality, yes. and not really sort of existing in this idea that our bodies are inherently, they just exist. Yeah. And we, it, we don't have to attach either positive or negative feelings mm-hmm. toward that body that we currently occupy mm-hmm. and how then nutrition can sort of be born out of that of I'm not I am fueling my body how it needs to be fueled in this moment and mm-hmm. if that is if that is a kale salad mm-hmm. excellent right. if that is a donut excellent right. yeah it's just sort of listening intuitive mm-hmm. intuitive eating I think mm-hmm. is where I've sort of landed with mm. my own nutrition and it's mm-hmm. been successful for me yeah that's mm-hmm. great yeah and it's it's funny right now on instagram and just kind of social media in general mm-hmm. there's like a war between <laughs> between like the the intuitive eating yeah. coaches and the um like i don't know the hardcore all your macros calorie tracking all right. that stuff and i think i'm in the middle mm-hmm. um and at first I, you know, mislabeled myself as an intuitive eating coach, which I've not because mm-hmm. I've had clients track calories and I've had clients yeah. ask about macros and we've learned about it. So I think that the thing too about food freedom is just finding what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, if they start tracking calories, I start listening to how they talk about food and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I had this and I was just really bad. And I'm like, whoa, back up. <laughs> let's, let's look at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you can look at calories and look at macros as like like body neutrality, same thing of mm-hmm. like it's neutral, it's just a tool. And it's yeah. something that you can do for a short period to learn. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at it as like a crutch or a way to see if you can eat all these things, I don't know. It's just kind of a, it's a hard balance to find. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I've always kind of just, the intuitive eating without even like labeling it as that, but just yeah. like listening to my body to know what I need. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I started tracking, I've always counted pr- protein actually. Mm-hmm. I've always done that. Um, but I started tracking my macros to see where I was at because I was just feeling so foggy 
every day since I started jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And I count, I, I realized I was super under my carbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so like, and it's, so it is cool to learn. And it's like, I would have never been able to pinpoint carbs. Like, yes, I have these cravings of sugar that clearly mean I need more carbs and things like that. But, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know how under, and I didn't know. And I realized I was, my fat was out of this world, you know, so, so it was like, okay, you know, I can, I can kind of mix and match this and, and find a better balance. And mean? I felt so you, much better. You were just eating avocados and olive oil mixed together. Yeah. Not butter or yeah. other things. <laughs> butter, is, butter is incredible. Butter's so good. Butter's and I still, let me be clear. I eat butter every day. Yes. <laughs> and I think so good. And I think with body neutrality, we can, I can expand that out to even like food neutrality mm-hmm. because exactly. and I think for yeah. anyone who's taken any sort of even an introduction mm-hmm. to nutrition course mm-hmm. you quickly learn that a calorie is a calorie mm-hmm. at the end of the day exactly. and so yes um, obviously we want to fill our bodies with nutrients nutrients mm-hmm. nutritionally dense foods mm-hmm. which I learned is just something that is a combination of these mm-hmm. sort of either like the three main macronutrients mm-hmm. or has a list of those micronutrients mm-hmm. as well. Right. And that's what we look for mm-hmm. when we think of nutritionally dense foods. Right. Right. And that buzzword of superfoods is just yeah. foods that have like five or more of these micronutrients right. or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Um, but also you said something that I want to talk about and ask you of the one-to-one correlation between calorie intake and exercise output. Because mm-hmm. you were, because mm-hmm. from your own admission, or admission, from your own words, including in jujitsu mm-hmm. now from your, how you were eating mm-hmm. was working before, but then mm-hmm. when adding in a new yeah. element of physical activity, yes. that also causes a readjustment of mm-hmm. how do you navigate that both with your, uh, let's keep it on the clients. How do you, okay. how do you navigate that with your clients who have yeah. a varying level of mm-hmm. physical activity? Yeah. So most of the time, so I, I don't work with athletes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's general population, busy moms, stressed out young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time we're not getting enough activity in. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry too much about the increase in exercise. Usually the increase that they're doing is just helping along their, whatever their goals are. Mm-hmm. And, and I have had some clients that are just more on the intense side where they're mm-hmm. like, they want to do more, but I'm like, hey, don't do it seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do have some of those, not very often because it's just not my clientele. Yeah. Um, and with them, I did have the same issue of she was starting to see a plateau in her training. So like Mm -hmm. I look for the obvious signs, right? Mm -hmm. Of um, her feeling a a super low energy wall in Mm -hmm. the middle of the day, Mm -hmm. um, similar to what I experienced as well, but this was way earlier. Um, And just noticing that her squats and deadlifts were just kind of staying, and she wasn't lifting like, you know, a crap ton of weight where she would, it would slow down naturally. Um, It was like clearly she wasn't really improving in performance. So we took a look at, um, so when that happens, if they're open to tracking their mm-hmm. calories and their macros, sometimes I just need a, a list of food, you know, mm-hmm. that they're eating. Um, 
and it just depends on what they want to do. I let them choose because they're in the driver's seat. I always like to make sure yes. they know that. Um, but we did track calories and macro, or not macro specifically, just saw what she was eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she wasn't eating like hardly any, and there was a lot of food guilt with this too, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. usually is the case when they're not eating enough carbs. It's always because yeah. carbs are bad, and that's what you've been told for forever. Mm-hmm. So I just saw that she wasn't eating enough carbs. Um, she was like, her breakfast was just protein and fats, I think. Yeah. Um, and then she would always get intense cr- sugar cravings in the middle of the day or mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we've done a lot of work since then. I've been with her for two years now. So she's done a, a lot of work on the food guilt side mm-hmm. um, and, and started to – she was scared at first, which I get a lot, is yeah. like scared to add carbs into your mm-hmm. diet, even though you're doing it just in an uncontrolled way or like yeah. a, you know, like cravings, ravenous, hungry, yes. that kind of thing. Um so yeah as far as navigating with clients just depends on who it is everything's so different for each client but if they're open to doing calories and um, logging their food then that's where i start Mm because i can't see i don't know what's going on the food amnesia is real when you're like what did i have for breakfast or like they'll be like oh i swear i had this 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 and then we look at what they're actually eating and it's completely different right so um and it's not even willful ignorance. It's, it's not. Just, it's just like. I didn't even think about yeah, eating that pint of ice cream. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. It's like, so definitely tracking it first for, a, you know, at least seven days to see where you're at. Mm-hmm. And just that alone brings so much awareness around what you're eating. Yeah. And then from there, we can make a step in the right direction. And usually yeah. it's implementing, you know, something they feel comfortable with. They mm-hmm. feel really confident that they can do. Um and then she started seeing energy right away as yeah. far as the shift and her workout started to rec- she recovered better mm-hmm. started going up on weight again so then that that told me that that was what it was and that we're moving in the right direction excellent yeah how do you how do you navigate the um questions around uh portion sizes and portion mm-hmm. control because i think that's where like a lot of the carbs are bad mm-hmm. comes from yeah. that philosophy that it's not necessarily the carb in and of itself. Right. It's, it's how much quantity. It's how much carb. you're eating. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's actually what I start most of my clients on is um, eating slow. Mm. You know, just like literally not changing anything that you're eating, just eating slower, and they'll realize that they get full way quicker with less food than Mm. before when they just scarf it all down. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I do like the hand portion method, which is kind of like counting macros without actually counting or Mm -hmm. like tracking anything. Um, But I always tell my clients to prioritize, and it just depends too on their goals. If their performance, this is completely different. So Mm -hmm. for weight loss specifically, or even just feeling better and getting stronger in the gym too, Mm -hmm. I always tell them to prioritize their protein and veggies Mm -hmm. um, and then fill your plate with your favorite carbs or things that you love, right? Mm -hmm. If you love, like, potatoes are my favorite. I had rice the other day and I was like, this isn't very good. (laughs) But ra- but rice. but potato really maybe it's because I don't know how to make it you oh. know I don't add anything to it it's just like salt and pepper salt that's and probably pepper. why but anyways you don't add butter to your rice I used to and then you know now that I I see how much butter it was in my diet I took mm. some I right. picked and chose like right. I'd rather have it on my salmon you know mm, fair. Oh, fair so good anyway um, but yeah so um, I don't know where I was at. Portion sizes, hand sizes, favorite carb. So like um, carbs, I like to say like a handful, but again, it depends on who the person 
do I need to stop? Oh, um, it depends on who the person is, how much activity they're getting. You know, mm -hmm. like a handful of carbs for one person is not going to be at all enough for another person. So it really just depends on their history and where they're at. Um, but that's like an estimate I like to say. And then variety. So like mm -hmm. maybe fruits in one meal and potatoes in another and rice in the next, right? So, mm -hmm. but always making sure you're picking at least one of those meals is like your favorite type of carb, right? Um, if you love bagels, you can have a bagel. You know, it's um, just picking. Hashtag stop the stop the war against bagels. bagels <laughs> Can you tell are... that that's my theme? I'm like, eat <laughs> that the is bagel. The, that is the hill you will happily die I on. I will. And I'm oh here my with gosh. You. Yes, bagels are so good. But yeah, and variety. Variety is a big mm -hmm. one too. So getting your my, your vitamins and minerals and fruits and things like that. Like fruits are always what I like to start with because mm -hmm. most people aren't eating enough veggies or fruits. Yeah. So with the carbs, I always recommend eating at least one of them being fruit, and then we build up on that from, from the beginning. Yeah, and I think, too, variety, as they say, is the spice of life. Ha, yes. ha, ha. But in regards to nutrition, mm -hmm. variety is something that's important, I think, from a nutritional standpoint of getting the largest sort of spectrum of mm -hmm. micro and macronutrients that we mm -hmm. can get, but also from a sense of moving from a place of guilt and shame to joy when we eat food. Because I think of how many people are going through nutritional programs or dieting on their own and they are locked into the bodybuilding mindset. Mm. And no judgment on this, just observation of grilled chicken breast, broccoli, yes. and white rice. You know and how? Like, and like how that just becomes almost like its own job. Yes. Its own job of eating that particular meal over You know and what's over and over so again. funny is, you know how many, in the past just like two weeks, how many mm -hmm. clients I've, I've spoken with on, they run out of ideas, you know, and so we go over like quick and easy things, because I'm not a cook, you know this, mm -hmm. um, and um, my client, I'll, most of my clients don't like it either, and mm -hmm. they're like, they want something quick, so we brainstorm different things, and they forget that like, it doesn't have to be complicated or take an hour to cook something like mm -hmm. it could be rotisserie chicken, mac and cheese and a side, side salad, you know, yeah. like something that you can just pair together. It can be lunch meat, um, an avocado, half an avocado and some bread, you know, like it can be random things that you like and just throw them together in a weird mm -hmm. mixture. As long as it, you think it tastes good, then, you know, like it doesn't have to be this like pretty, gourmet meal or chicken rice and veggies right like yeah. it doesn't always have to be this yeah, idea it, of what we and it can be a sandwich yeah like it can, yes it can, the other it can day i said sandwich. that to, yes it can be a sandwich i you know i forgot myself about sandwiches yeah. and the other day i bought like lunch meat and sandwich stuff and i'm mm -hmm. like why haven't i ate sandwiches and then i had a client who was going to be out of town and i was like have you thought about pre-packing some sandwiches she was like no, I didn't, you know? And mm -hmm. <laughs> just like the simplest stuff that you grow up on, you forget that like I can have yeah. sandwiches. Right. Yeah, yeah. I had a client who's a busy mom. Mm -hmm. um, she was stressed about, she, they would always go out to eat to like Chick-fil-A or something mm. after soccer games, yeah. you know, with her boys. It was super, it'd always be like late at night. And I asked her, what about pre-making a bunch of sandwiches, throwing them in a cooler and mm -hmm. going to your games and things like that with sandwiches? She was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. She tried it and her boys loved it. Yes. They were like excited to eat yes. the sandwiches. She added in some like fruit snacks and stuff, yeah. you know, it was like, it was actually like a fun time. They all ate together and it was good. So yeah. I'm just like, sometimes simple is just the, the best route. Yeah. And the philosophy or the psychology behind things 
tasting better when they're made with love or just mm-hmm. made. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Or experience, the experience of it yeah. too, right? Yeah. Like eating with your family, eating with your friends. Yeah. And like yeah. going going and getting a sandwich somewhere is one thing and it tastes delicious mm-hmm. because you're having professionals make it. Right. But then there's the idea of something being made at home and made with love mm-hmm. and it tastes just as good. Mm-hmm. And um, on that note of busy not finding, not having time in the day mm-hmm. from other commitments to mm-hmm. devote to making meals. And mm-hmm. that's definitely a huge problem, I think, yeah. with a lot of people. What are your, what is like your short list of things to look for mm-hmm. at restaurants? To restaurants? Eat? Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. like drive through places okay. or yeah. you're at a sit down restaurant yeah. and you're trying to be a little bit more conscious mm-hmm. and a little bit more mindful about mm-hmm. what you're eating. What are some things that you should look for? Yeah. What are some things of you course, can look for? Of course, yeah, I'm always going to say a salad because that's my go-to. So like mm-hmm. a chicken salad. So always some type of um, protein. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can do like a grilled instead of fried, I would always recommend that just mm-hmm. because of, you know, it's just healthier. It's going to feel mm-hmm. better in your stomach, digestion, mm-hmm. all of that. So um, something grilled, like a grilled chicken, something. Um, and if you can get half your plate filled with veggies which is pretty unrealistic for a lot of restaurants Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's like you know small little garnish doesn't count as veggies i want to make that clear (laughs) i had sometimes people are like i hate veggies and it's like a little sprinkle of like cilantro you know it's like (laughs) so um you know that's not not to call anybody out but um but yeah so you want to i mean i I like to say at least like one big fist of veggies Mm -hmm. um so like i always get like a side salad or a i'll get a chicken salad um, and then if you want some type of, usually the thing about restaurants and eating out is they load up on carbs and then they don't do enough, um, vegetables. And mm-hmm. so that, and that's another reason why carbs get a bad rap is again, like you said before the portion size. So mm-hmm. the part, the problem isn't the fries it's well, and there's a lot of fat in those. Right. But mm-hmm. the problem isn't the fries. It's that half your plate is filled with fries yeah. and then, you know, it's like, I don't want to waste it. So. Another tactic that you could do is when you're eating at a restaurant is asking the person you're ordering from, um, can I split my carbs or whatever it is, like fries, whatever, mashed potatoes, can I split my carbs in half and add extra veggies? Mm. So always Mm -hmm. adding extra veggies. Um, We're just, usually we're not eating enough veggies for most most people. Um, So getting your protein, making sure it's some type of leaner meat or, you know, grilled, whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, and then trying to sub some of your carbs, not getting rid of them, not yeah. staying away from them, but splitting, decreasing the portion a mm-hmm. little bit um, and adding more veggies is yeah. kind of what I always recommend. Yeah, and I think too, um, something that I, there, I have a friend who is, he's wonderful and I love going out to eat with him but I also get such anxiety because he is very particular about what he likes to eat Mm. and is um, lovingly unrelenting when it comes to ordering food. And so he will, if he can, get as specific with his meal as possible. And for me, I'm just like, I have such such a respect for food service industry workers especially now that i'm like literally it's oh, whatever know. like, if, know. It, like oh. if i ask for no cheese and you just bring me a bowl of cheese i'll be like you know what? it's fine it's fine it's okay it's okay um but taking a lesson from him of like 
it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. Of right. Of like, if you're going to a place and you you order a sandwich mm-hmm. and it usually comes with like a side of chips or a side of fries and then it gives you the option of side of veggies. Mm-hmm. Doing double, asking if you can get double veggies, mm-hmm. and then having that carb source be from the bread of the sandwich. Right, or, that's a that's a good point too, mm-hmm. right? Like usually we forget how much there's already carbs in the meal, right? Yeah. Usually, so yeah, if you get a sandwich, replacing the whole side for vegetables. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it doesn't take. I mean, you know, it get it's different if you're like, I want this on the side and this on the side and. Can I get this separate and this? You know, that's like. Can I have Can I have tomato soup with no tomatoes, please? (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Grilled cheese without the bread. (laughs) You just want a piece of melted cheese? Like what? If it's melted, I'll send it back. Oh, um, okay. So. Have you seen that The Office episode where he's like, and if it's this, I'll send it back. You know, oh. I couldn't quote it off. I'm okay. sure. Oh, I bet great. I have, but I couldn't. I yeah. can't pull it out of my brain. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't, it's not, I feel, well, I've been lots of respect too for the, the service industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just asking like, can you just replace this with X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Um, I think is a great way to change what you're eating. Um, just take one small step forward versus mm-hmm. feeling like you've just screwed everything up by going out to eat, which isn't the case ever. Yeah, and I think too, obviously, like a huge conversation that is or a huge piece of the conversation that never really gets its due diligence when we talk about this stuff is access to that to healthier food options. Oh my gosh, yes, and the budget because mm. currently because of certain things there is this sort of mindset that eating healthy requires like organic whole organic unprocessed non-gmo all of these things and because of all of that it then gets a premium price tag Mm -hmm. and so how do you how do you help your clients navigate eating healthier eating Mm -hmm. more nutritionally dense foods on a budget or yeah. when when budgeting is something that is m- equally as important to them right. as yeah. is eating healthy. Um, so canned food is kind of not never talked about, but mm-hmm. or it is for some people talk about it. But yeah. uh, I think canned food's a great way to get in some frozen veggies. Frozen mm-hmm. veggies are so much cheaper, and mm-hmm. you can throw them in smoothies and things like that. So um, and they last longer too. So yeah. frozen veggies, canned foods like you know beans and mm-hmm. lent- is lentils canned. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you can buy canned lentils or like a bag of lentils or um, something like that. Yeah. Uh, rice is super mm-hmm. cheap. Oh my gosh. And again, there's nothing wrong with rice either. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, meats get a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it's like, there is some compromise there of like, I'm going to spend a little bit more on this because it's really important. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, and, and then you can just get like chicken thighs are more expensive. I mean, more, more cheaper, cheaper, more affordable, my gosh, than chicken breast, right? <laughs> so you can get chicken thighs, get a big pack in bulk, um, and then freeze some of the stuff, frozen meats, like, you know, you've got frozen fajita meats, yeah. pre-made, pre-made meals. I don't, I wouldn't try, I would, you know, try to, minimize the frozen meals but mm-hmm. there are some that are like you know like the, the you know what i'm talking about the frozen fajita yeah. meats you can get the yeah, bag yeah, of yeah yeah that, like that's a great cheaper family size yeah exactly frozen frozen chicken breasts or chicken yeah thighs exactly like that. uh that stuff is a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. um but it is possible but yeah it gets it's drawn it's drowned out in all the noise of like eating healthier and, it, and yeah the organic versus not like mm-hmm. that really that's wait, I could go on a little tangent about that, but um, I think 
for some stuff, organic is more of a marketing tool mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to especially fruits and veggies, just get the just get the regular stuff. Yeah. Um, get it, wash it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. So let's you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're in, you're in a grocery store. You've got your shopping cart. It's got a bit of a squeaky wheel. Uh-huh. You're in the grocery store. Where are you going? Where, where do you hang out? Where do you go to first in a grocery store? Yes, okay. Well, it depends on if I'm in a hurry. If I'm you, in a hurry, I'm going straight. My clients know this. I go straight to the rotisserie chicken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm always, okay, what's always in my cart? Yes. Um, a big 18 pack of eggs. Yes. And I do care about eggs being, you know, farm raised, all that. I do spend a little pretty penny on my eggs mm -hmm. just because that one I do think is, is important to, yes. you know. Both from a, a tangent, both from a nutritional aspect of the egg in and of itself, yes. but also the quality in which the chickens are being yes, raised. Yes, they're happy. I like to call them happy chickens. Happy chickens. They're from happy chickens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the yolk color is so different like just you can tell how much help the nutrients in, a, mm -hmm. in an egg yolk from a happy chicken versus a distressed it is beat up chicken robust to say the least yes. the color oh yeah mm -hmm. so um i'm always getting eggs mm -hmm. i'm always getting um i was getting yogurt i'm mm -hmm. not doing yogurt anymore i'm doing um an, a coconut yogurt now because um, i wanted more carbs and i already hit my protein goal now without the yogurt so mm -hmm. that's pretty cool mm -hmm. that i can ditch that mm -hmm. um but usually, I used to get a lot of Greek yogurt, um, and I always offer that to my, or uh, recommend it to my clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm always getting mixed green spring mix of salad, mm -hmm. different colors in there. Um, always some type of potato. Mm -hmm. I'm really liking the white sweet potatoes right now. Oh, They're really good. Okay, They're, okay. It's a, I don't know if it's Hannah or Hana potato, sweet potato. It's really mm -hmm. good. Um, always getting salmon, mm -hmm. always getting, by the way, I learned how to cook it with an air fryer and it was actually really good. I, Best salmon I did cooked. see that Insta story <gasps> really and it myself. looked delicious. Yes. Um, asparagus has been my go-to. Mm -hmm. Used to be Brussels sprouts, but hurt my stomach. Always made me bloated. They're, so yes. Yeah. Very, a very, uh, gassy vegetable. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. and what else? rice mm -hmm. but again not my favorite i like potatoes more yeah um and then always always dave's killer bread bagels mm -hmm. if you can tell any brand any I, flavor or i do you have get a i get two i get the everything bagel classic of course because yes. i gotta get my savory and then i get my cinnamon raisin bagel for Ooh, my sweet very good, and very lately good. i've been on a big ricotta cheese fix Ooh, okay so i put ricotta mm -hmm. is it ricotta yeah ricotta <laughs> Is it? Yes. Um, <laughs> that's the sweet one, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Or, well, there's ricotta and then there's also, also mascarpone. No. Mascarpone. It's but that's ricotta. like super sweet cheese. Gotcha. Okay. No, it's ricotta. Kind of like cream cheese. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and and then um, I put uh, strawberry. Oh, and fruit. I load up with fruit. Mm. So I've already got, I've got, already? I've got strawberries, blueberries, bananas. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Uh, cuties, mm, lots mm -hmm. of fruits, lots of fruits. But yeah, um, my right now my veggie goal is always one big salad a day because it's easy mm. and I just don't mm. enjoy vegetables. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just make myself and I always feel really good with a salad. This so. is yet another reason why you are in a premier 
nutrition coach because you have the same relatable palate <laughs> as many people. Yes. Cookies and yes. uh, bagels. <laughs> yes, cookies, bagels. Like you gotta eat your veggies. But do I really though? Yeah, oh my gosh! It's like, yes. It's so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, front loaded in the day, big salad. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I eat it with dinner, but I oh, should front loaded. I've thought about putting it in my eggs, but I just, I just don't want to ruin my egg sandwich. You know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it already tastes so good. I don't. Wanna... You, you can't. You uh, can't. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about. That's the. That's. Those are the main main guys mm. I always have mm-hmm. in my cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely. So in a hurry, running for that rotisserie chicken. You've oh, got, yeah. You've got more time, a leisurely Sunday of stocking mm-hmm. up. You go around. What's your philosophy on the stay on the outsides of the grocery store, avoid the aisles kind Wait, of? what? Have you ever heard that? No. When it was like when you're going grocery shopping, always stay on the outside. Oh, because the processed Because all the, the processed foods on the uh, aisles. I've never even heard that before, mm-hmm. but I don't agree. I, I too disagree. I mean, obviously, I'm always eating yeah. cookies, so. Yes. Have you had the Trader... Never mind. We're not talking about <laughs> I'm always like, have you heard about this? Have you heard the Trader... Let me tell you one thing. Have you had those Trader Joe's chocolate Peanut butter. Peanut butter and Oreo. Covered in peanut butter. So it's a peanut butter cookie with Oreo No, no, no. It's an Oreo cookie, Uh but peanut butter in the middle, the peanut butter icing. Instead of the 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 white white cream. Yeah. You know the peanut butter, like the sugary peanut butter. So it's like, it basically is the Oreo cream, Yes, but it's it's peanut peanut butter flavored. Yes. And then it's got a glaze of peanut butter covering the entire cookie. That is so much peanut butter and I love it. No, it's like, but it's not real peanut butter. It's like that sugary peanut butter you know what i mean like that's in a peanut butter m&m yeah oh so good yes anyway i eat a few of those sometimes <laughs> define define a few oh, is that <laughs> you know no, I was kidding. um but yeah no i've never i never heard of that but i mean mm-hmm. i think you know getting a balance hang out in the whole store <laughs> the, the whole <laughs> wait Back up. <laughs> um, no, come on, some... come on down to the whole store. I got holes over here. I got holes over there. <laughs> oh, but again, that that's like that saying is totally going over. It's like what we talked about about your economic situation. Uh, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, most of the canned foods in the middle, yeah. right? Um, crackers. Nothing's wrong with crackers. The crackers are easy. Love a good wheat Put thin. Them, oh yeah. man, I bought wheat thins the other day. So I good. forgot about wheat thins. So good. Yeah. So good. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I also I do agree with never go to the store hungry. Oh, that's you fair. know. Yes. I. Mm-hmm. My yeah. cart looks completely different if I'm hungry versus if I'm satisfied. Yes. And I'm in the yes. store. And also a good check-in with where your overall nutrition is if you're going hungry. And you leave, and it's like, wow, I bought nothing but sugar. You're like, I'd, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. and good information, good yes. information. Yes, yes. Feedback. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's how we're going to end this episode today with the single most important nutritional question I can ask you. Go-to Girl Scout cookie. Ooh. I haven't had a Girl Scout cookie in so long. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be basic and say Thin Mints. Do you freeze them? Have you ever had a frozen oh, thin mint? Yes. Very good. So good. Very good. Um, I actually really like the old lemon ones, mm. but they changed them. And I, I don't know if I've had the new ones, but I really liked the old ones. You know what I'm talking about? 
No. Oh wait, with like the, it was like a shortbread. It was like a circle and it yes. had some lemon drizzle and yeah, like the yeah, yeah, lemon yeah. on the bottom. Yes. Oh, and now it's like yes. a. Actually, I think I like the new ones too. I'm trying to remember what I had last time I got these. I don't mm. know. Favorite Girl Scout cookie. I honestly don't get Girl Scout cookies very often because they're so good. You know, I just and they're I just they're just not here. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't go and find them. You know. You don't see. They're not easy. You attract to get. Girl Scout yeah. cookies. <laughs> My client's daughter actually sells them, and one yes. time I bought like five boxes from her Ooh. but no um the lemon, the lemon and the thin mints lemon and thin mints let's just keep it simple yeah. simple as that simple, simple as that yeah liz thank you so much of course thanks for having me and thank you all for listening to yet another episode of strong talk be sure to follow liz at live fit with liz on yes. all of your social media platforms and at ftw strong for all of your fort Worth strong updates workouts and greatness. Yes. Um, thank you all for listening. And here is some ASMR to <laughs> sign you out. Okay, so you're just gonna... I'm just gonna... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just crinkling. <laughs> crinkling of rappers. Oh.